Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Chances are you've heard the phrase World Mission Sunday at some point during your time spent within our Archdiocese. And for good reason. World Mission Sunday is celebrated in every parish, school, and religious organization in the world around this time of year. And the fruits of your giving are as abundant as the fall harvest. Too cheesy? Well, joining us today to share more about World Mission Sunday and why this year is extra special is Deacon Mickey Friesen, Director of the Center for Mission. Deacon Mickey, welcome back to the program. Thank you. It's good to be with you today. Well, let's start out, Deacon, just with a quick refresher on what the Center for Mission is. Sure. The Center for Mission here in the Archdiocese is our way of connecting with the Universal Church. So uh, under the umbrella of our office, we represent the Pontifical Mission Societies, which is that international organization of the Catholic Church that um, supports the Church's missions in in over 1,150 dioceses. And so our job is to try to help tell that story here locally and to animate the missionary life of the Church, that we're all missionary by our baptism, but also to give us ways to connect with that universal church, that we have a role in participating in the church's mission beyond our borders. And so we do that in as many ways as possible. And in particular, we have this annual day that's set aside for the whole church to reflect on its missionary nature, its missionary life, and our call to join with others uh, in mission. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. So World Mission Sunday is celebrated all over the world, so when is this year's, and what exactly is it? So World Mission Sunday always takes place the second to the last Sunday of October. Uh, This year it's the weekend of the 23rd, 22nd and 23rd of October. And uh, like you said, it takes place in every parish, in every diocese, in every country of the Catholic Church. Mm. And it is by design, a way for the whole Church to to join in, in a sense, renewing our missionary commitment and to together collectively support uh, the Church's missionary efforts around the world. So it's a day sometimes called the Feast Day for Mission. Uh, it's that one time, apart from liturgical feasts, that's celebrated around the world. Mm. Wonderful. And then there's something special about this year's World Mission Sunday, is there not? Yes, yeah, so this year we mark the 200th anniversary of the founder of the Propagation of the Faith. Wow. Uh, Pauline Jericho, 200 years ago, was a young French woman who became inspired by hearing stories of the Church's mission in what at that time was considered the foreign lands, exotic lands of what we would call Louisiana today, the Americas, the missions. And that story inspired her to gather with others in small groups, mostly women, uh, to hear these stories, uh, to mm. pray for the Church's mission, particularly the rosary, praying the rosary for the mission, and then to make a sacrifice of some kind so that they might offer support. Mm. And that simple gathering to listen, to share, to make a sacrifice became the beginning of a movement. These circles of women and others would gather, and it grew and ultimately, that became what is known as the Society for the Propagation of the Faith. And that, that spirit of her calling together to, to pray, uh, to share, and to sacrifice for the missions 
really still is at the heart of what the propagation of the faith is. And so this past May, Pauline Jericho was beatified, and um, uh, and we celebrate her life, we celebrate the movement she, she started, and we also really do celebrate the spirit, that missionary spirit that she cultivated then, and that we can continue to, to be inspired by that same witness today. In fact, Pope Francis has declared the theme for this year uh, to be about, to be witnesses, uh, to be witnesses of faith. And uh, we are that witness by the witness we see, the gospel being shared, the witness that we share, that we tell, and then our own witness, Mm. how we all live out our own Christian witness in the world. So all of that is part of this, makes this year special, I think, for, uh, for World Mission Sunday. Yeah, I and and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to celebrating uh, with you and with my brothers and sisters around the world the 200th anniversary of of the founding uh, of the Society of the Propagation of the Faith. It's a it's an exciting time, and it's it's a marvel to look back. If only we could have just like a snapshot, right, Deacon, about uh, all the work that the Lord has done in the world in the last 200 years. Well, the last 2,000 years, of course, but. Um, uh, just the way that uh, the name of Jesus has been made known and loved by all the all the people who dedicate themselves to mission, which is, as you've already indicated, inherent within us by our baptism. So yeah. in terms of celebrating this well and being part of World Mission Sunday, maybe give us some reasons why we should, that the average person sitting in the pew on, on Sunday morning, um, why why and how should we contribute to World Mission Sunday? Well, our hope is that every parish in its own way, you know, will, will celebrate this as part of their Sunday liturgy in the way that we pray, we pray on that weekend, that we call to mind that we are part of this universal church and that, um, you know, this is an experience, I think it's an experience of mission, but it's also an experience of deep sense of what it means to be Catholic. Uh, that we are part of a reality that's bigger than ourselves, bigger than our own local church, that we're part of a universal community, a universal communion, universal mission. And it's a chance for us to deepen our sense of that, I think, of that communion. So we do that by lifting that up in prayer and maybe hearing the scriptures on that weekend with that ear towards that missionary call, that universal call that we are part of as Catholics, um, but then I think it's also an opportunity for us to join. You know, mm. they sometimes say that, you know, some uh, give to the missions by going to serve, and others go to the missions by giving. And we have an opportunity to do both. Uh, we have an opportunity to give of ourselves by sharing, making our own sacrifice for the sake of the Church's mission beyond our borders. So mm. it's an act of sacrifice, but it's also an act of being in communion beyond just prayer, uh, that we can also uh, offer what we can to support what is currently happening in the missionary church around the world. Uh, But I think lastly, it's just a chance for us again to renew our own baptismal commitment, that all of us by our baptism are part of the church's evangelizing mission. We are all missionary disciples, as we hear from Pope Francis, our own uh, synod that we are uh, in the middle of uh, completing here in the archdiocese, is really a call for us to renew that missionary spirit within our own local church. So it's a chance for us to uh, deepen our own sense of witness 
and mission here wherever we are. Right. And I think that that is something that we can always underscore is how we are all missionary disciples. Pope Francis has reminded us of that. Uh, We hear it regularly in and around the Archdiocese, but we are missionary disciples. We are meant to carry the light and life of Christ to those around us. We're speaking with Deacon Mickey Friesen, the director of the Center for Mission, about this upcoming World Mission Sunday taking place October 22nd and 23rd. Um, so plenty of time to prayerfully get ready for it and to celebrate well the missionary activity going on around the world and in our very own lives and parishes. So, Deacon, uh, just another question along that line, and specifically I'm thinking that there may be some who are um, listening to the program who might actually be toying with the idea of uh, being a missionary in perhaps, what, I guess, what would be my, the most common commonly understood sense of of uh, maybe going to another culture and being a missionary there. Any thoughts about how someone might uh, might discern that call from God? You know, I have the privilege of getting to meet people um, who who are discerning this kind of vocation, and often it begins as a kind of, it almost is a kind of a restlessness. There is something more that is drawing them beyond themselves, and uh, often it's it's rooted in their own experience of the church, their own experience of faith that calls them to go beyond themselves. And sometimes these are people that are called to the religious life to reach beyond themselves in mission, sometimes the priesthood. But I often meet also people that are single people and families who feel called to go beyond the comforts of their own home right. and to go off and serve. And so I often uh, get a chance to meet with people like that, that have those kinds of restless questions, those kinds of stirrings within their own soul, uh, wanting to go beyond themselves. Uh, I was just recently on the phone with a woman who uh, is going to give her life and mission in Poland. She's going to Eastern Europe to serve. And um, to listen to her talk, you know, the joy in her own voice about about serving in this way something is clearly working in her life uh to to give her life in this way so uh there are people like that around this archdiocese that feel that call sometimes it's for a short time mm-hmm. sometimes it's for a lifetime mm-hmm. and there's a place for us uh for people to become these kind of living bridges to leave the comforts of your own home to go and serve in another place uh, to bring the gospel and to be that living bridge of faith in the church. So those kinds of people can surely call me. Uh, okay. That is one of the roles that we uh, play here, is to be a, a place for people to come and have that conversation, to discern a missionary call. And we can surely connect them with the right uh, people to help them uh, further further their discernment. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering too, just in if it's uh, similar or if it wouldn't be similar to uh, dis- discerning, say, a vocation to the priesthood or the religious life or something like that, wherein really either spending time with people who have committed themselves to that calling or uh, maybe having a taste of it themselves. Like I'm thinking in terms of missionary, you know, being 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 in a cross cultural setting for even a short amount of time. Would you say those are good things to do? And are there avail or are there possibilities for people to do something like that? Yeah, we're just now being able to make those things possible again. You know, COVID did uh, close off a lot of our ability to cross over anywhere. Sure. right. <laughs> um, and uh, we're now being able to open up again. And so there are, 
there are opportunities for individuals, for families, for those that are uh, wanting to have some sort of experience or taste of the missionary life. Uh, there are those opportunities that are available. We have we have ways to uh, uh, connect with missionary communities that are accepting people, discerning that. Uh, we have some parishes in our diocese that are now beginning to reach out uh, 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 in various kinds of mission experiences and trips, and we ourselves offer that through the Center for Mission. So nice. it's possible, again, for people to have a taste of the mission life. And like you say, it may begin with just a first taste, you know? Mm-hmm. How many people I've met who began by, you know, taking a missionary trip with their college um, uh, campus ministry yeah. opened up a whole new world to them and in some ways stirred a vocation. Yeah. And there is something about that when we're willing to go beyond our own borders uh, that can can call to us in ways that maybe we didn't even think were possible before. So I think the Spirit works through those times we're willing to reach out a little bit beyond our comfort zone and to go uh, to see what God is having to teach us uh, when we cross over into another person's world and border. Uh, without a doubt. Well, Deacon, we're down to about our last minute here, so I just wanted to ask you, first of all, how can people connect with the Center for Mission? So the Center for Mission, you can reach us at centerformission.org. That's our website. Um, we we are constantly connecting with our parishes um, this weekend coming up on World Mission Sunday, please consider uh, uh, celebrating and giving what you can uh, to the missionary church. And we, we are the vehicle to help connect our local church with the universal church. So I would say those would be two ways right now that you can connect with us and, in a sense, connect with the world. Very good. And before we let you go, Deacon, may we have a quick blessing from you? Sure. May Almighty God bless us all on this World Mission Sunday week and upcoming. May we be deepened in our sense of mission and witness. May we know God's love for us who always calls us to go forth, to love, and to serve him in the world. And may Almighty God bless us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Mickey Friesen, we're so grateful for your joining us. Thank you and God bless you. You too. Thanks a lot. All right. So the website's an easy one to remember, centerformission.org. You know, Jesus came to set the captives free. How can you be involved in bringing true liberty to those undergoing incarceration? We'll find out right after this. Stay with us.